APSA has delivered a solid set of full-year numbers, reporting a near 14% jump in headline earnings per share. That's as revenue increased by 15% to 98.9 billion rand. Despite the upbeat performance, the lender did take a hit from Ghana during the period, which resulted in a 61% increase in credit and payments. And joining me now is the group's financial director, Jason Quinn. Thank you so much for your time, Jason. 15% increase in revenues, 14% increase in diluted headline earnings per share. Just put those uh, growth numbers into context for us. And I guess what I'm really asking here is if we are maybe starting to see uh, the weak economic growth picture starting to eat into the high of the higher interest rates or not. Well, thanks, Sumati, and uh, good evening to you and your viewers. So, look, I think um, you know the, the revenues up to just on 100 billion rand is a very good performance, as you say, up about 15% on last year. You know what's interesting is that if you go back to pre-COVID-19, uh, you know, the year before, uh, and compare it, you know, our revenues are up 24%. And I'd suggest to you that uh, the years of 2020, 21, 22 were also very tough years. And we were able to execute pretty well against our strategy. Um, we were able to support customers during COVID. Uh, we've taken back share in, in many products, specifically mortgages and vehicles. So I think you'll see more from that. So in that regard, you know, we're, we're saying housing will be the loan growth this year. Uh, but we're also quite realistic about the tough macro backdrop, as you say. And we've gotten pretty good at navigating such environments over the last while. Yeah. In terms of your loan advances, I mean, where would you say you are on that scale, conservative, liberal, or maybe somewhere in the middle? Well, you know, we're not new to this game. Uh, we, we look for growth. We look for what we call good growth. In other words, um, you know, growth that's good for our franchise and, and good for customers as well. You know, we certainly don't want to lend to customers that can't afford to pay us back. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, if you look at the different products, um, it's not just about, uh, let's call it the, the, the rate that we charge, it's also about our service. And if you look at things like, uh, you know, ombudsman complaints, you'll see that APS is the least complained about bank now for a number of years. Uh, if you look at what we've done to support our customers during COVID, you know, the largest payment relief program in the sector, uh, those certainly in our parts were, were good calls. Yeah. And our customer franchise health is pretty strong at the moment. I actually want to know if there are any interesting trends or shifts that you saw when it comes to loan advances. I mean, just looking at the needs of households and businesses. Yeah. Look, Zanati, uh, you know, the prime rate uh, has gone up uh, quite quickly in South Africa. But let's not forget how low it went. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I never thought I'd see a 3.5% repo in my career. We certainly saw that during COVID. Um, if you look at the prime rate now in South Africa, we think it goes up another 25 basis points pretty soon uh, to 11%, and we think it stays there the best part of this year. Uh, maybe starts to come down a little bit next year. And now, that's in its own right not a particularly demanding interest rate. You know, if you, if you go back to before COVID times, interest rates were probably heading towards that sort of level. It's just that the adjustments that consumers have had to make in a very short space of time to rapidly rising rates have caused them to battle to transition. You know, so what we do there is we work with customers around things like forbearance. Obviously, our objective is to keep them in, the, in their homes and their cars, for instance, 
and um, and we're very careful in terms of how we navigate that that uh, adjustment that they have to make. So you know, hopefully, you know, we're saying that um, you know our loan losses or credit loss ratio stays within our target range. It will probably be at the top end of that target range this year as as customers adjust to these rates. Yeah, and I mean, a big part of your credit impairments, um, that went up by 61%, and part of that was the impact of Ghana's uh, sovereign debt crisis. I'd, I'd actually like to know just, you know, how much that weighed on your credit impairments, and also what the situation looks like when you actually strip that out. Uh, are they still high? Yeah. The nothing thanks, If you If you exclude Ghana now, the, the impairments we recorded in Ghana we're against our investments in sovereign bonds, so yeah. not loans. Okay. Although we recorded against the impairment line, like you said. Uh, once again, about 2.7 billion rand. Um, 2.2 billion of, of that was against uh, sovereign bonds. The other 500 more uh, was against uh, government-related exposures to Ghana. Now, this is banking book stuff. So in other words, these are investments that we make for liquid asset purposes. Um, the Ghanaian government is dealing with a lot of macro distress in its environment. Uh, it's attempting to get its debt to GDP down so that it can uh, organize an IMF intervention, which is absolutely required from our perspective. So all we've done there is we've marked those positions to uh, the debt swap that was announced by the Ghanaian government. Uh, we think that that was appropriate. Uh, it materially deals with the coverage that we need against that exposure. And it enables the Ghanaian government to continue on its path towards restructuring. Uh, we've been in Ghana for, for 10 years, uh, at and then about 80 or 90 years before that, when it was part of Barclays, Africa. Mm. And um, it's a market that we're committed to. We recognize that uh, there's sovereign distress there, and we're working with the government and our customers to navigate that scenario. And outside of that Ghana debt crisis, when you look at your credit impairments, are that, those at uh, concerning levels at all? I would say not concerning. I would say element, uh, uh, elevated relative to the market context at the moment. Okay. Uh, what do I mean by that? You, know, you simply have had rising rates for a while um, and pretty steepy, and uh, our consumers are, are navigating that adjustment. But uh, this was in line with our guidance. Uh, we've guided again for this year, so, so not surprising. Um, of course, then, you know, the reason I, I, I'm comfortable with our overall performance is that our pre-provision profits uh, were up so so strongly, yeah, up about 25%. Okay. Uh, and if I look at our margins, you know, at about 4.5%, uh, that indicates the ability to be absolutely resilient and, and withstand uh, a relatively elevated loan loss right now. Um, in South Africa, uh, your non-interest income slumped 9%. Just looking at the growth picture with the forecast that APSA um, uh, brought out of the economy growing by less than 1% in 2023, do you expect interest income, do you expect that trend to continue of a decline in non-interest income and for your revenues to continue being driven by interest income because of the higher uh, interest rate environment? A couple of things there. So our non-interest income was up very strongly, actually. Uh, it was up about 15%. Or, or, you know, and, and components of that were as a result of our insurance business experiencing a very strong rebound now post, uh, post the COVID environment, but also the very good net premium income growth. Um, our fees and commissions uh, line across our business was up about 7%. 
and our trading performance in our global markets businesses is also up nicely, about 9%. Yeah. So quite broad based on the non-interest income line. Uh, I think the base effects are behind us now with respect to insurance. Uh, but the other lines you know, we've seen good annuity income streams from. On the interest income side, look, we, we actually still see uh, loans uh, loans growing quite nicely, up about 9% this year, uh, despite that backdrop. And uh, margins, you know, at, at, at 4.5% growing up slightly as rates uh, go up and as we benefit for a full year of, of these interest rate uh, increases that we've seen. So I think there's momentum in our business um, particularly around revenues, um, and we've got a good line of sight of, 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 of where that's going to come from. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for giving us more detail on those numbers today, uh, Jason. That was APSA's Group Financial Director, Jason Quinn.